Hello and welcome back to the No Pro Podcast. Where We're we, back. we are back and we apologize for the massive delay, but uh, I mean, you know, shit, shit happens. happens. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, it just seems to happen in, in spades for some reason, but uh, we're back and it's good to be back. You know, like a little revitalization back to everything. So again, welcome everybody to the No Pro. I am Mike. He is Chase. I am Chase. And we live by a very simple motto here. It's just try something, suck at it, own it, and enjoy it. And just enjoy life in general when you can. Mm-hmm. And today we are going to be discussing probably one of the more joyous of holidays of the anything else that's happening. Because it's not even only just a particular day of the of the year anymore. It's an entire season that's basically centered around shopping like idiots, dressing ourselves out, cutting down trees, and... Pretending like you give a shit about your fellow man. And it's the only holiday that gets two months of prep time. Well, I don't know. If you count some people start as of September. So I'd say sometimes even three to four. That's fair. That's fair. And in case you haven't... Who are year-round. Who are just like always on the the lookout. Oh, those are the people that just never take down their Christmas lights. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But if you haven't figured it out, we are going to be discussing Christmas. Yay! <laughs> I wish if I had prepared like we, you know, normally should for something like this, I'd have a soundbite of some type of Christmas song or something I might just add in. But because I'm not prepared, we'll just pretend it happened. Yes. Imagine bells <laughs> jingling in the background. Yes. I, I mean, we'll do that, but not right now. But in any case, if you all remember what we actually do on the show, we like to kick off the show with a little section that we like to call What's Fucked? Maybe. Hold on. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? See? Take time off. You fucking forget how to do anything. So. I mean, these are the, the <laughs> troubles of the podcast life. Yes. So, Chase, tell us, what is fucked for this week? So, I actually sent this to you a while back. I'm happy we get to revisit it. Um, it was, I was watching last week tonight. It was hosted by Michelle Wolf, which if those of you remember the stand-up comedy one, I said, go listen to Michelle Wolf. Yes. Still say go listen to Michelle Wolf. She's killing it. Yes. um, So she was hosting last week tonight, and she told a story about how, or no, she was hosting The Daily Show, not last week tonight. Um, But last week tonight's good show as well. (laughs) It is. She told a story about how Red Lobster got screwed with an all-you-can-eat shrimp deal that they put out there. So the short of the deal is Red Lobster in the States said, for $20, you can have all-you-can-eat shrimp. That's a fucking good deal. It's a great deal. And they thought <laughs> people order other things with the shrimp while they eat the shrimp. They were mistaken. And they yep. lost $11 million. So, <laughs> first off, I love everything about that story. Right? Because it is, first off, because it's a seafood restaurant and they put out something like this, like thinking people are going to order something else. Like, look at the world today. Everyone's complaining they can't afford things. Somebody puts out an insane deal about one particular thing. Yeah. And the fact that they're surprised that no one ordered anything else that's at a regular price, which, I Maybe mean, it's the not... Biscuits. Maybe somebody ordered the Because the biscuits are, like, literally the only reason to go into that building. But they're free. <laughs> oh, yeah, then they're fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, there's no benefit to, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to order the bread. It's included. So there's literally no reason why anyone would show up to buy like, oh, don't worry about the deal. I'll have a very limited number of your jumbo shrimp for 
three times the price. Or I haven't been to a Red Lobster since I was fuck twelve. Uh, we went. Um, I think last time we were there, maybe two or three years ago. Uh, but the prices went up. The portions went down. Well, the last time we went, we were so it was for my when my grandfather was still alive, mm-hmm. and it was his idea. He wanted to go there, and so we had this like private room because it was like a bunch of us. So we booked a room in the back. Yeah, and they forgot about us. <laughs> it was so private they forgot about the you. food took three hours oh fuck and my dad was losing his mind i was too young to lose my mind at the time but if you put me in that position now as the person i am yep. none of those people would have gone to work the next day they all would have been in therapy well to be fair let's be honest if it was if it was going to take more than like 10 minutes for no one to show up they they would have heard about it like that would just wouldn't happen this oh, day and age anymore i would have got hangry because you know i smoked a joint before i went to that family <laughs> fucking meal if it's now oh yeah well so, for sure you're like well now i gotta make sure i'm hungry so here we go and i'll be starving and they'd be like oh we forgot you guys were in here and i'd be like i know that's why you're gonna go give us all the shrimp we can eat for twenty dollars <laughs> And, you know, at this point, be like, you know what? You don't even get my $20. You forgot about me. So yep. now it's going to be $11 million and $20 at yep. this point. That's what you've lost now. <laughs> but, I just again, it's a, it's a seafood restaurant. For them to put themselves in such a position where they've lost that much money on a promotion and no one put any thought into that is fucking bored. That's ridiculous. Oh. I mean, again, it makes me so happy it happened. But Somebody that's their own. getting very fired. Like, I, the fact that someone was like, this is a great idea, which again, it could be, but not thinking anything past just the deal is, but, as you said, like someone should be fucking fired, like a hundred percent. Days though, like corporations come up with an idea, and as soon as the idea hits the floor, they're like, "Brilliant, launch it." Nobody thinks it through. Nobody looks at the logistics of it. How are we going to pull this off? How are we going to get that much shrimp to all these restaurants? Like, the United States is not known for their small portions and athletic lifestyle no <laughs> no so like what the fuck were you th- like if you wanted to do this in sweden sure sure because they'd probably be like i've had five shrimp i'm not gonna have any more shrimp it's too many <laughs> yep. but then you go to like the u.s like the southern u.s where like obesity is like a national health concern but and, they don't care. <laughs> and you're going to be like, we're going to deep fry as many shrimp as you want for $20. As many. You be lucky you still have a business. <laughs> yeah. But again, the whole thing is, as you said, like this portion size is there, especially in comparison to Canada, where when you go down to the States, you order a medium. That's the equivalent of our like extra large here. Oh, yeah. And that's their medium. It was like, because uh, I remember, I can't remember where we went. I might have been because we were just trying to drive through. And I think we were just right by the border, and I, I think we stopped by like a Wendy's or something. Sure. And I was just like, you know, I didn't think anything of it, so I just figured, like, oh, we'll just get a whatever combo, like no large sizing, because I just like, oh, I just wanted regular. And when they gave it to me, I was like, what the fuck is this? It's like a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I just, I wanted a medium, and they just kind of looked at me like, yeah. I was like, okay. We I guess in, I. <laughs> we were in the states. We were at like a. Uh, I think we we're at like a southern, a bayou something or something like that. Mm-hmm. My mom ordered a salad. Now, she ordered the meal salad, but still a salad. Yep. A, like a serving tray of salad came out. Like the kind of serving tray of salad you would put out at Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, like a, a family size. Yeah, yeah, like a family size, like everyone's splitting this. And to say that it was, it had a lot of dressing on it, 
would take away from the the lettuce that lost its life under the dressing <laughs> to drown in the dressing. Jesus. Like it was like literally you could put your fork through it and Baton Rouge, that was it. You could put your fork through it and drag it through the lettuce and you yeah. could see like a ripple in the oh. dressing. <laughs> Oh yeah, and it was like this is this is not good because I mean my mom's a lot of things, but patient with bad service isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I, the the only thing that saved them from the salad was the fact that while my grandmother was trying to take a drink of her water, like she had it in her hand, and it was being lifted to her mouth, and the guy came over and took it out of her hand and was like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot to put lemon in this," and left with it. <laughs> and my mom was just like. Are you fucking kidding? If she had been sitting on the outside of the booth, you would have got slapped. Oh man! <laughs> and that was it. You know what? That should have been the one good what's fuck story. But I'm glad we got it. we got a twofer on that one. <laughs> that's just that's just a day in the life, man. That's not a what's fuck. Yeah, I know. And again, at the end of the day, it's just like you said. It's just just another day in the good old U.S. Oh yeah, well yeah. It's just like every time I come back from the U.S. and this is nothing against the U.S. Well, I guess it's a little bit against the U.S. But like we have the news, we see what's going on. But like every time I come back across the border, I exhale deeply. Yep. <laughs> like like a okay, the odds on me getting shot in a Walmart just went down by like ninety percent. Yep. And then you don't have to worry about like literally physically dragging your ass around because you just ate, you know, a small meal, but is the equivalent of eating seven meals here, one meal there. I I remember when we were I was down there in Arizona with the Turners. Yes. And um the older brother had asked that I go get pizza and I didn't know where to go. Cause we were in there. Like we didn't know anything in the area. So I found this place called New York style pizza. And I was like, yeah, that'll work. And I went and got this pizza. I got a medium. It was easily the size of our extra large. Yep. And I brought it back and I was like, Oh, this place must be like, you know, this is their shtick. Like we, yeah, that's their thing. Huge pizzas. And then we went to like another place a couple nights later. And I was like, Nope, that's just a medium <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's amazing just the, the the cultural difference just going across the border. It's oh, 40 well, minutes away, and it's a world of difference down there, man. And when you're down like that far, like when Arizona, because you're so close to the Mexican border. Yep. We went in, I went into that Mexican Walmart. It was awesome. <laughs> like it was, you want to talk about culture shock? It was, there was a mariachi band playing. That's like, amazing. In the Walmart for no reason whatsoever that I could tell. And then there was like... Two rows, two full aisles of just pitas, different that's, varieties of pitas. That's amazing. And then there was one full row, like aisle, both sides of the aisle, of religious candles. Yep. <laughs> Oddly enough, that actually sounds right. Yeah. I have never seen a single religious candle in a grocery <laughs> store in Canada, let alone an aisle of religious candles. Oh, no, no, no. They are. Uh... We are, they are a, they, a mariachi band, though. That was pretty sweet. You know what? I wouldn't be against having that in any Walmart right now. I yeah. actually think well, that would be quite fun. Yeah. You just walk in, and if the kids are fussing, you just take them over to the... Like, check this out. <laughs> that, that is amazing. We actually should adopt that. Uh, I mean, we'd have to do the Canadian version, I guess. Yeah, it'd be pretty shitty. <laughs> it'd be less authentic. But, I mean, I'd still take it over just the thousand-year-old greeter who doesn't even care about your existence as it stands and the, right now. The, the Muzak system that's steadily playing in the background while you lose your will to live. Yes, yes. But, but we know. digress. Um, yes. 
What is your what's fucked, sir? I actually know what it is, but I'm excited because it's funny. So this one, I believe I did, in fact, post because it was so fucking ridiculous uh, on the old No Pro Podcast uh, Insta page there. Um, Mm -hmm. So um, my wife and I were about to go out to my stepdaughter's hockey game. Uh, So we go out the front door. uh, And then we noticed that one of our patio chairs is just completely fucked. Like the legs broken, sitting on its side almost by our front door. And my wife had just gotten home like 10 minutes prior. So she, we, we noticed that. And I was like, did you not notice this when we, we came home? Like, it's hard to miss a chair. It's basically blocking the entrance. Um, and she's like, no, I this when I got home, there was nothing here. Like, the chairs were fine. Yeah. So, and, and recently, like within the last month, we had a new neighbor move in. I haven't met the neighbor yet. So for me, is I thinking like, cause the, that chair on our front patio is closer to his door. So we have two of them. We have one by our door, one by theirs. Okay. So it's like a little shared patio. Yeah. So for me, as I was thinking like, okay, so this new guy uh, breaks my fucking chair and just <laughs> leaves at the front door. Just rolls in, starts busting the shit up. Yeah. Like, this is my neighborhood now. Yeah, pretty much. So like, I was thinking like, maybe like, you know, it was fairly windy. Like it blew over. He like drove on it or he, you know, he stepped on it or something like that. But I was like, what kind of rude prick doesn't actually say anything about it? Sure. So for me, it's like, I'm already like, you know, half like, you know, fire brimstone by this point. And I was like, okay, you know what? Hang on. This is the reason I got, I put cameras in by the front door <laughs> It's for things like this. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me just go through it before I go over and like punch the dude in the face. Yep. So none of those things happened. And I was like, okay. So I didn't see that coming. So, um, my wife went to the car and I was like, yeah, so I know what happened and you need to come see it to believe it. So she comes dawdling over. She's like, oh my God, what happened? So we fire up the camera and sure enough, there's a fucking deer that came over, attempted to sit in the chair, like actually sit with its ass onto the chair. Yeah. Like a person. Yeah. Uh, broke the chair. So the leg snapped off. So it scared the shit out of it. It jumped up, like half fucked up its leg, and then ran away, having sat, broke my chair, and then fucked off. <laughs> a fucking deer. Deers are awful house guests. Let's they, like, the whole thing is, is like, there's some deer in our area, because we're near a conservation area. Right. But they're never in our complex. Like, we're, we're quite fenced off from that. And it's also 3.30 in the afternoon. So the odds of being like, you know, like, they're generally, they scare fairly easily. Yes. So for it to be walking around mid-afternoon and trying to sit on my fucking hair uh, was a little unheard of. So when I was through that, I was like, this is completely fucked. I would have so. just loved to have been like a fly on the wall of that deer's mind when the chair breaks. And oh. it's just like, oh my God, oh my God, it's attacking me. Oh my God. Or like. I have not gained this much weight. I am mortified. <laughs> I must run away. <laughs> like, I should, uh, the, yeah, the shame of it. I broke the chair. But, like, I, I not a th- fucking million years would I assume that's what happened. And I'm still baffled by the fact that it was trying to sit in the chair. <laughs> like, yeah. I've, I, I I've, did. Seen, I've seen big dogs do that. Like, yes, but dogs would know to do that because they see people in them all the time. Yeah, but you got to figure deer see people all the time, too. We just don't see them. Well, most of the time. Like I said, I see them, and it's usually like when I'm trying to drive to work at like 4 in the morning, and I'm trying to avoid hitting them standing in the middle of the fucking road. I know exactly what that's like. I was driving home from Ancaster one night. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was dating a girl who lived in Ancaster at the time, and I was driving home from her house, 
and I remember looking like it was late. I was tired, among other things, and <laughs> that I don't leave it that because that's fucking stupid. But mm-hmm. at the time, you know, I was younger and doing two stupid things. But we all were up. And I'm looking, and I'm like, "That's a huge fucking dog." And I just keep driving up to it. I was like, "Oh, that's a deer. I need to go to the country more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but right around the end, the whole area here. Yep. Every morning, there's there. I, like I said, every time I leave in the morning to go to the go train, every time I'm I'm driving down, every like I don't think there's been a morning that I haven't seen a deer or a deer hasn't run across. Like the other day, we had like two of them fucking ran in the middle of the road, and I was like, you "Fucking idiot! I should have killed both of them." I well, imagine it's probably one of them that fucking. I was gonna say in the process they would have murdered your car. <laughs> oh yeah, like there's no winning that battle, but yeah. they also fucked up my chair, so they would have deserved it. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, maybe maybe it was the deer's way of telling you that next year you need to buy wooden Muskoka chairs. Yeah, apparently, yeah, my uh, my plastic ones aren't doing it for him. Fucking exactly. stupid was, deer. It was uh, constructive criticism or destructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, well, it was something, and it was, like I said, it was. It was fucked. <laughs> it was, yeah, it it was fucked, and I feel like that was just one of those things where it's like we hadn't done it in a while. We're getting ready for a good story, and was like, "Yep, that's uh." That'll do. I'd say that's a qualifying story right there. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> so I think that'll that'll be a good wrapping point there for this week right. on the old What's Fucked. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? All right. Now, Chaser, are you excited for the Christmas season? So, um, I am and I'm not. There's, there's two sides to this. Um, I'm excited to see some people that I don't get to see on, you know, there's those friends that you kind of only really see around special occasions. Yes. And, um, and Christmas because, being one of the times. Yep. Yeah. And like everybody's life's so fucking busy these days. And, you know, there's the friends you see all the time. And then there's the friends you usually only see on special occasions. Well, the same kind of goes with family as well, right? It's the sure, same thing. Absolutely. Like you see them that the whole once a year and it's usually, again, it's Christmas usually... Is Christmas the big or one Thanksgiving or like yeah you know, a grandparent's birthday? Those are like yes. the times that everybody's going to get together. Yes. So, um, I'm looking forward to that, and um, I do enjoy. I used to be more of an eater, like I used to be better at eating. <laughs> yeah. So I would do more damage, but now not so much. I still enjoy the meal, like it's still incredible, and like because the mixed family on. I usually don't eat dinner with my dad. Usually, we end up having lunch at some point. My mm-hmm. mom's side of the family, because my stepdad's from Jamaica, they there's like half the dinner's like Jamaican traditional food, and then half yep. the dinner is like British Anglo Thanksgiving Christmas dinner kind of food. Yeah. So it's like the best of all worlds. And then it is pretty dinner. solid. Yeah. And then usually Joanne brings a ham. So it's just like, yeah, there's just like all kinds of shit going on, which is exciting. But then mm-hmm. there's the other side of it, which is like the ramped up tension and everybody's like broke and you know, your plans are expected instead of like optional. And yeah. And that, that's the thing what I, I've always found with like, again, is you see all the advertisements, you see what the entire industry's built around Christmas. It's the happiest time of the year. It's, it's, you know, it's joy. You spend it with family and everyone's you laughing and joking to spend money on other people. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're, you know, you should always, you know, everything you do around this holiday is all about giving and receiving and being a better person. And then you look at the breakdown of that is okay. Well, I have to spend all this money to do that. Uh, I spend it on people that, you know, generally don't really care for stuff or 
you know, you're not in the best financial position to be handing out stuff well, to people. So this is the thing. Like, any gift is is well-received. You know what I mean? Like yes. It's, it, you could give me a can of beer, and I'd be like, thank you very much for this can of beer. But <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> as you get older, you tend to get this feeling like, well, I should be giving people more realistic gifts at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Um, and so all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, if I got to buy booze, so if I'm buying a bottle for just the, the group, right. And say I, I even get away with doing one bottle per couple. I'm still mm-hmm. looking down the barrel of a hundred dollars in liquor. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like a hundred dollars isn't the end of the world, but around that time of year with all the traveling and like the, the, other presents you have to get for family and stuff. And like, you got a lot of kids in your family now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy expensive. Yep. It gets to be a bit of a, a bit of a shit show. Yeah. And this is what I've, I've always, I've found, especially, um, now with having like my own kids. Yeah. Um, you, you find that other people, when you start to give out gifts, especially when it comes to like children's gifts and they don't really fully understand it. And this is something that I totally feel, we kind of discussed this off air a little bit, was that self-imposed, what's the limit of like a spending limit on children? Especially if you know, like it's most of the time, it's just a fucking useless toy. They're only going to play with for like, maybe if you're lucky, like a few days to a few weeks. And then that's the end of it. Yeah. But in your head, you, there's always this kind of like, with other people, like what they spend on you and it almost becomes almost like a contest. Like, Oh, I need to spend this amount. But then you realize, yeah. Like, but at the end of the day is, and I've like going through this, like when you go to buy a toy for a kid, like I don't, you know, you don't really know, like you just get an idea of what they like, like, Oh, Paw Patrol. So so like I have a godson. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually one of Jordan's kids. uh, Ogre. Yeah. Yep. Um, His youngest is my godson. Brewer. He's Mm -hmm. a fucking tank. You watch that kid's going to be in the NFL and people are going to be scared of him. Oh, I, I believe it, man. But so, um, like I'll call, I'll call Ogre before I head down there. If one of the kids is having a birthday or if it's like that kind of around that time of year or something like that, like if I were to head down for Christmas, I'd be like, what are they into right now? And then I'll get them one toy each mm-hmm. typically. And like, I'll just set a budget in my head. Like, you know, they don't, Sam and, Sam and Jordan don't expect me to spend $150 you know what I mean? Like, but it's never the kids you worry about. It's everyone else. It's like the parents yeah, or exactly. someone else's siblings that are like, Oh, that's what it costs. Yeah. And they don't care. And that's yeah. the thing is like, but again, like it's the parents are like, Oh, uh, Oh, my kid's only worth $10 for that toy. It's like, but it's not the toy. It's like, it's not the price of the toy. It's what it is. <laughs> like, no, shut up. It's not worth $10. The $10 is a reflection of what I think of you. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, <laughs> you you almost want to say that sometimes, but I, but it's just again, like you said, that is that weird pressure to be like, oh, I have to spend like, oh, it's not a fifty dollar toy, so I need to spend fifty dollars or up to fifty dollars, and at the same time, you're like, but they're not even going to care. Like, so, the only people they're going to care are the people that know how much this costs, and it's like again that whole the idea of gift giving, like the kids get it. Well, and because they're getting also, a gift. There's also such a thing as like being overdressed for like a kid's gift. You know what I mean? Where it's like, Oh yeah. If I show up randomly and give this kid a PlayStation five, say I'm yep. like ludicrously rich, but nobody knows about it. So yeah. <laughs> I show up randomly and give this kid a PS five. His parents would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, 
if if somebody did that in front of me and I wasn't even the parent, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, what yeah. are, are you a secret millionaire? If you tell me you're a secret millionaire, I'll be all right with it because it's all relative too, right? Yeah. So like, if I was worth a hundred million dollars, then I got no problem spending a thousand dollars on a kid's birthday present mm-hmm. because I'm worth a hundred million dollars. I am not even worth <laughs> one millionth of a dollar. <laughs> so like that changes the game a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and like you said, it's just, it, it comes down to, it's relative to what it is, but again, like, especially for me having like, you know, a number of siblings where everybody's buying for everyone else's kids, stuff like that, where you almost kind of feel like there's always that contest. Like, Oh, uh, auntie bought the best toy. Like, yep. Yeah, well, it's like, well, Auntie doesn't have any kids, so she can spend that kind of fucking money. Well, but at the same <laughs> like, time, you're going to buy toys for your kid as well. Like, both of you. Like, you'll buy you'll buy stuff for... Maisie probably wouldn't want toys this year, but... Um, oh, no, you should see her fucking list this year. <laughs> I was going to say, like, iPhone, iPhone accessory. Oh, yeah, she needs, the, she needs the Air, I, I, uh, AirPod Pros, because, you yeah. know, because yeah, she's already, like, lost her pair, like, seven times. And it's like, I don't, I don't really want to buy you another one just to lose it. <laughs> They're not cheap. But like, so they're both going to have stuff that they want this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your, your, your extended families are going to buy for them. And then it's like, now you're competing for your own children's love. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, again, coming, it's easy for, you know, like Misty and I to go buy him anything because it's like, okay, he doesn't care. He wants this $5 train. Yeah. He thinks it's the best train he's ever seen in his life. 100%. And for five bucks, it's like, perfect. No one's going to care, but then you will have somebody who's like, Oh, we sell this, you know, $300 train. Oh, here we go. And you're like, Oh, it's not a big deal. Like, well, but it is. Oh, don't (laughs) get me wrong. If Amber and the kids had still been living here when I, when PS5 came out, yep, I would have gone to my mother and been like, you know what those kids would really like, but could never possibly afford because like we we can't afford it. It's just never going to happen. A PS5. Mm Mm-hmm. And she might have gone and, like, at very least, she probably would have chipped in a, a fair amount for it. Yep. And I would have gotten my PS5 for considerably cheaper. Yep. So there is a point where it becomes useful, but only if you maintain that childish exuberance about life. <laughs> well, it, well <laughs> essentially, yeah. But again, like, when you're talking to someone, and again, like, when you do, like, those big elaborate stuff, again, a joint gift for that makes sense because everybody knows what's involved. But again, when you have the just the one person who's doing it because then they feel better about being I'm the top dog, that's just fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes into that whole thing where, you know, the joyous time of year, this, that, and the other is actually like probably the most, and as you said, two month period of time of being stressed like the fuck out. And especially when it comes to like Which is the f- so ridiculous because like, okay, so for people who are legitimately religious and you know, deeply believe, mm-hmm. I get it, do your thing. I mean, realistically, historically, you're probably celebrating in the wrong month. Um, and it's likely that this is just a co-option of the winter solstice so that the Romans could make some taxes easier to pay. But that's not important. <laughs> if you believe, you believe and you do your thing. But for those people who, like myself, are maybe more skeptical about our magical carpenter, um, <laughs> We like why are we stressed out at all? Why do we give a fuck? Why are we like in the slightest way upset about this? Like, treat this like an aggressive birthday. Like, people always ask me, like, why don't you decorate your house? And I was like, I'm the only one who's there. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Do you know how it. high I would have to get <laughs> to put up a tree and then put a present under that tree so that in the morning I didn't remember putting the present <laughs> under the tree? Yep. Oh, look. Thanks, Dodger. Right? Like, come on. <laughs> Plus, also, yeah, a tree would definitely traumatize a dog. He would never get over that. But yeah um, yeah i just i don't understand the stress like and i get it some of it's family some of it's like your family expects you to be here doing this and you like getting if you have kids and especially if they're young kids getting them there can be an issue or having the family over and having to do everything because now it's your house so the kids can stay there but now you've got to cater to everybody you know and maybe you've offered to make food maybe you've offered to make the whole meal like but keep in mind these are things you're putting on yourself Yep. If somebody is asking you to do it, you are well within your rights to also request help while you're doing it. Yes, like, absolutely. If somebody's like, hey, you're the best cook. Can you make dinner? Sure. But I need you guys to do this and this. Like, I need you to come early and set up this, like the table or whatever. Or like, okay, I'm really good at doing turkey, so I'll do the turkey. But I need you to do the stuffing. Or not the stuffing, because that'll be with the turkey. I need you to do the mashed potatoes. I need you to do the vegetables. You know what yep. I mean? Like it's, it's well within your rights to do that. And I think people feel like, well, I got asked, so I should do all of it. No, fuck that. You got asked. So you should out of the goodness of your heart, do what you feel like. Absolutely. Especially if people are opting to host that kind of thing. Like for example, like for the American Thanksgiving. Yeah. So miss and I generally every year will have something here that we have as friends giving. Excellent. Sweet potato mash. Right, right. It was unbelievable, dude. I still think about it sometimes, randomly. Yeah, and then all it was was just a little addition, just throwing some cinnamon and a uh, little bit of nutmeg. Yep. I actually was worried about it turning out, but I was like, Jesus Christ, it turned really nice. It, it was delicious. There was like a almost a dessert quality to it. It really kind of was, wasn't it? it yeah. Oh, it was the no, sorry, it, it was those the two things. But what put it was the pumpkin, the pumpkin pie spice is what it was. Yeah, that was genius. Good. Yeah, and uh, that turned out awesome. But like you said, though, like again, we did a turkey, we did the the sweet potato mash, we did the dressing, like we did all that shit. And then it, anyone asked if they wanted to bring something, bring something. But that's yeah. the whole thing. It was like, but we made that conscious effort to like because it's something that we do that we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So it was it was only kind of stressful for us because I was like I was worried about the number of people showing up, which actually worked out perfectly because we had like fuck all left. Yeah, that's but, always good. You know it's a good uh, successful evening when your leftovers are minimal. Yes, and again, like I said, like thank God because we pretty much ran out of everything. But uh but yeah, but that's no different from like when you do something well, for for Christmas and shit like that, right? Yeah, I was going to say you had you had uh, like the right amount of friends, but you also had like a, a sleepover and like like Oh yeah. other <laughs> friends in the house, you know what I mean? Like kid friends in the house, so there was a lot going on. There was a lot, but again, it's, again, it was, you know, a bit stressful in that kind of end of it, but it was manageable. But again, it wasn't the same feel as like a Christmas though. Like for me, because the entire, there's an entire industry based around it. Like I think oh, everybody, they- everybody kind of needs to like, they feel like they need to follow that energy of the hype and it always has to be a big thing. I think we can all agree at this point that advertisers know how to fuck with us. Oh, absolutely, they do. And so they no longer are like like Christmas. You are induced to buy. And oh yeah, it's it's fine. Like I mean, everybody kind of accepts it, and different people take different views on it. 
some people opt for the experiences over the um over the items you know what i mean like oh yeah because i'm there i'm i'm, I'm far more about the experience experiences the than that and yeah. but again that's that's me being an adult where you know you have you know max who's four yeah. him is stuff. he it's the gifts like it's yeah. the idea of like opening stuff and right now it's you know the advent calendar like that's what he looks forward to is waking up 100%. looking for that fucking oh don't get me started that elf on the shelf thing man we ever started as an asshole but well <laughs> there's just so many ideas on the internet now though it's like that's another thing so people are stressing out about what to do with this this elf apparently so again, I don't have children, so I don't have elves. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you, it's a thing. It is a fucking big deal. So this elf sits on shelves and does mischievous things and then gets caught in the morning. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep. Why are we stressed about this? <laughs> because it, in your head, again, self-created. Yeah. But you always, you're striving to be as creative as possible so that Max can tell virtually no one about it. And no one's going to care. And he'll care for about four and a half seconds and then realize, great. So where's that chocolate calendar? But right? yeah. It, but again, it's that whole, you want to make it an experience for him, which I understand. But like the last thing I want to do, he'll be like, I'll be like oh, where are the elves? And you're like, fuck, I didn't move them. Fuck. And okay. again, it's more of an adult thing than it is for a kid. I was going to say, like, that's why I would I would rely on the internet because the internet has all the solutions to their problems when it comes to elf related. Oh, buddy, there's there's pages dedicated just pages? to. Yeah, I was going to say there's like whole fucking. I, I can't even describe like the the amount oh, of elf on the shelf I see just on my Facebook feed. Outfits and like play centers and uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Like some of them are fucking hilarious. I, like I will give them that. Some of them are fucking hilarious, but I'm more of a snoop on a stoop guy, but, uh, <laughs> I'm about it. But some of these people, man, like they got way too much time in their hands to be fucking like doing that. Like, like I said, like I'm so fucking tired. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I'm just going to fucking I saw, st- I saw stick him one. into the tree. <laughs> I saw a good one today. If you want to do this, um, he drew faces on potatoes. Like they were people. Yeah. And then had the elf, um, slicing a potato up on the on the what do you call those things cutting board yeah kind of but like the ones you slide it across and it cuts oh uh the um you know what i'm talking about the slicers yeah kind of yeah so i can't think what the fuck he was slicing it off and then he had like chips next to them and the one that was on the cutting board was screaming (laughs) i was like it's dark but i like it but again it's one of those things like I don't have the kind of time to be setting this up and cutting up potatoes and making pays like I won't go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> but when it's time for bed, it's time for bed. Yeah. But again, it's just again, it's all part of the process of what is Christmas. Now, I mean it sounds like we're primarily being negative on this year. Like to me is it's still one of my favorite times of year. For sure. Because everyone is less dickish. I mean, to a certain, like, when you're actually together with people, not out shopping. Everyone's a fucking asshole out shopping. I was going to say, like, I think there's still some dickery in the... Oh, no, there's definitely some dickery. But, again, it's like when you actually get to, you know, the actual events, what you're, you know, the kind of the idea of Christmas is people, like, when you're finally at that person's house and you're sitting down having a drink and 
or you're getting together like with all your friends and stuff like that, and you're all together. Oh yeah. Then and then it, it then it, it's that point in time. It's like that's the payoff. Like for all the work and everything, that's such a pain in the ass. That's the payoff, and that's what makes the entire holiday worth it. Like for me, my like when when I was a kid, my dad always made a big deal for Christmas, and that was because his mom passed away right around Christmas when he was a kid. Okay. So he's always made that's a bigger good. deal for Christmas. So yeah. for me, it's that I, that's why I've always liked it because again, he, like he kept it very much like both my parents kept it geared towards like you know Christmas is should be you know you have a oh, great baby. Christmas you oh, have yeah. way too way too many presents under the tree type thing, and well, they I, still they still do that with all the like the grandkids and stuff like that. So for sure, my my mom has always stuck with Christmas being a big deal. Um, my dad believes it to be a big deal. He just doesn't know how to do it. So he, yeah. you know, like the, the, he knows how to do the gift part, whatever, but like, he's just learning how to cook. So like, actually he's done deep fried turkeys that are really good. Um, but like a, a full Christmas dinner is like, it's, it's an undertaking. Oh so yeah, man. Oh yeah. It takes a little bit. There's a learning curve there. And then, uh, his decorating is, is usually like, I don't, I don't, I don't know where he gets that particular style from. <laughs> Can't place it, but it's, it's. It's Christmassy. There's there's Christmas elements to it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. But again. But like, yeah, my mom's always been big time. Like the house was always decorated. We had our own ornaments that we put on the tree. Um, like the tree ornaments were like, and she was, I remember going to the first time I went to somebody's house who just had like balls and stars and tinsel on their tree. Yep. And I was like, oh, this, this sucks. Because <laughs> like mine, which I guess she just collected them throughout her life. Mm-hmm. So my mom has like individual ornaments that are all like a thing, right? Like they're all like a scene or a toy. Yeah, right? there's a there's a story to them. Yeah, exactly. Like mine's my ornament on the tree is Dopey from the Seven Dwarves. Yeah, because um, I when we it's from when we went to Disney, and that's what I that's what I bought while I was there. So yeah, that's my ornament for the tree. I don't remember what Josh's is. I think it's some kind of dog. But um, yeah, like I I agree that Christmas. Christmas is great. Like, and I have lots of great Christmas memories. I just think as we get older, we get a little bit lost in the stress of Christmas. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred like, percent. It kind of sucks some of that magic that you're, we were just talking about out of it mm-hmm. where you're just like, you know, you're cause one part of it is that, you know, that, you know, you know, who's bringing the toys on Christmas night. You know what I yes. mean? Like yeah. the dream is the dream is over, <laughs> which actually we should get to really quickly. Actually, we'll get to it after this. I'll remember it. Um, but, like, once that's taken away and you're in charge of making it all happen, yeah, because there's, like, the wrapping and the blah, blah, blah. And there's, there's some stress involved in that. But, I mean, if you take the intense need, like, nobody has fun when they're tense. No. No. When it flies in the face of itself. So, yes. Like, uh, like relax and, and enjoy the <laughs> night. And like, you know, if you're in a couple that talks to each other, like wrap the gifts together. I never understood that. Like, oh, I'm going to go seclude myself in a room for three hours for no reason. Mm-hmm. You keep the kids downstairs. It's like, well, if we both go into the room, they'll stay downstairs anyways. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny you mentioned that because one of the few things that I actually really enjoy uh, about Christmas is 
when I get to do the wrapping part, actually, I don't find that part stressful at all because one, the shopping part is done, which I find that's the most stressful. Okay. Well, everybody's going to have different high stress points. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's like the, it's the shopping, like trying to get, you know, you try to get as best as you can, like everyone, what they want for their lists and shit like that. Right. So for me, is that's the stressful part, but the wrapping doesn't bother me in the least. Like I actually really enjoy that because what I do or like for Miss and I, when we have the opportunity, because that's what's great about having uh, like my stepdaughter is she's built in babysitter for Max. Right. So it's just like, oh, let's keep them upstairs and we're going to hammer through this. Yeah. But like we'll throw on a Christmas movie, get all the fucking wrapping paper, get all the gifts down and just like fucking power through it. And it's easily like it, because it's one of those things where you start at that point picturing how excited they're going to be to open those presents. And for me, it's like, that's, that's part of the fun is actually watching everybody else open a present for sure that I know they're going to enjoy. That's, that's the best part of it to me. So actually that's why I I actually really like, like I may not be the best gift wrapper by any means, but I'm also not terrible at it. Everything I give goes in a bag. Which is, I used to do that too, because I was like, when I when I was just like, it was just me. I was like, you're getting a gift bag and fucking enjoy it. Like that's I was it. Say, and I didn't say gift. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just gave them a gift bag. Here's that's, a bag. <laughs> you're welcome. You can't yeah. get mad. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. And I was I mean, thinking, so here's a fucking bag. Because when we get to this age, our parents like, what what do they need? They don't need shit. If they need and that's the whole thing is, like, yeah. When you ask them like, what do you want for Christmas? They're like, we need nothing. And then. You're like, oh, you always want something. But when now you got older, you're like, and then even when, like, say, for example, like, Miss, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, fuck, I don't. Like, if, if I want something, I just go buy it. Like, I don't. That's the thing. Like, I don't need to be surprised about something I could probably just buy tomorrow. Yeah. But, I mean, I understand, again, it's that whole idea of, right, you know, gift giving or, or if other people are looking for gift ideas, like, you know, I don't know how couth it is to be like, well, here, here's my fucking, you know, gas bill. Can you pay this? Because <laughs> I don't want to. Or like, I mean, I've done it before, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you can't, you can't really ask that of people, and it's also those one of those things where it's just like you can't really be like, well, give me cash, and everyone's like, no, I want to get you a present. And they're like, then I don't know what the fuck you're asking for. <laughs> so, yeah, and why do you want to get me a present? <laughs> if you get me a present, you're gonna have to pay tax for it. If you give yeah. me cash, no tax. Yeah. So figure out your budget. <laughs> give me that. I won't tax you a dime. Yeah, but again, that's where the whole industry of gift cards have just boomed, right? Yeah. Because everyone's like, all right, I'll just get you a gift card. And don't get me wrong. I'd love me a good gift card like anyone yeah, else. Same, same. <laughs> so, but as for me is when people ask where, now you're making those practical decisions. Like someone asks you like, where do you want it? Like, okay, uh, Amazon, uh, Canadian Tire, um, See, that's fucking Metro. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, if you know somebody well enough, you should just be able to take an educated guess at where they would like their, I'll give you an example. So uh, Maddie is mm-hmm. into woodworking and yep. there's a couple of particular tools that he's been wanting to buy that, you know, he's like, they're a bit expensive, so I'm not going to get them right now. So last time, I think it was his birthday. I gave him a gift card or a gift card instead of usually I'd give him like a bottle of wine or something mm-hmm. or a bottle of booze. And this time I gave him a gift card to Home Depot. Yep. Cause it's like, yeah, dude, like when you're ready to buy that thing, now it will be cheaper. Absolutely. And that's exactly what it is now is, accumulating enough to get something for yourself later because again as an adult you're like well i don't need it right now because one one of two things will happen when i have enough i'll go get it yeah and odds are i'm gonna wait for it to go on sale so i can still use gift cards to get something else like that's all i ever like that's my 
you know, planning aspects, so to speak now. <laughs> yeah. It's constant budgeting, constant budgeting. Well, that's, I mean, that's the unfortunate reality of getting older, right? Is it's like, you got to look at what's got to go out first before you can look at what came in. Yeah. And the other thing I, I actually find about this year or this time of year, and I think this is also what also helps create that stress in people is that, um, is that, that this is the worst time of year. Well, I wouldn't say the worst. I would say it's the, probably the more important time of the year where people are not just asked, but they're also kind of expected to do a lot of donating of everything. And it's always, it's usually food, the big toys, thing. Everyone, it's yeah. food, toys, clothes. But I think when a lot of people are always like, they're always looking for money. You're like, but I'm already kind of like, you have that expectation. Like every store you go to, they're like, oh, donate, 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 donate. It was like, I was just, first off, I was at the store yesterday. But, Don't make me feel bad about not being donating every time I see you. But what if I, what I've noticed is that that's not a Christmas specific thing now. No, that it's is all year round. They've all got their charities. And actually, I watched an interesting like W5 or something about this. And it kind of pissed me off. So let's use our friends at Walmart. Mm-hmm. So when you use their Walmart checkout station, there's always a thing that comes up that says, do you want to donate like one, two or five dollars to the Walmart charity, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, pick your Walmart charity. I'm sure they sponsor many of them. Mm-hmm. Um and so you go, okay, $2. And then you check out, they add $2 to your bill, and, and you're on your way and you've donated. That'll come up every time you're in there. Now, you don't yep. have to press it every time. I often don't press it. Like, sometimes I'm feeling a little bit flushed. And I'm like, yeah, sure, here, this is money. At least I used mm-hmm. to. Then I found out that they keep all that money in an account for, like, 90 days. And in that 90 days, they collect three months' worth of interest on all that money, which they then keep. Oh, of course. That is fucking awful. Like, I know I know how you justify it in your head because, like, I was like, okay, how do I justify that? If I was the one in that position I was doing that, how do I justify that? And I go, well, it's a win-win because, you know, like, we hold on to the money a little bit longer, sure, but then, like, we get a little bit something for taking care of all this and organizing it all, and they still get the money that you donated. And it's like, no, motherfucker. That's evil shit. Yeah, though that's the whole thing is again, it's that exploiting a loophole and it's like, well, you're still donating. And be like, yeah, but you're also taking money earned that I didn't want you to have because that's not the idea. No, yeah, exactly. So and that's yeah, there's certain extents where I agree, like like for work, for example, for us, every year, every fucking year, they always do um the United way. Now I understand the United way is one of like one of the bigger charities and they think like, you know, they give the most based on the volume. Um, I don't do it through work anymore. Um, because one of the things that really annoys me and I don't care if there's any kind of backlash on this or not. Um, I don't believe in like a big charity for some of those things where the CEO themselves of a charity is going home with like, a $1.5 million salary bonuses and free shit more than anything that's worth fucking, under the sun. And then, ha- and then no, like a portion of the money they get no, is going to their actual cause. It's like, yeah. first off there's, if you're in charge of a charity, the whole idea, like when you ask people to volunteer their time and you make like $2 million, like everything in your world is given to you. 
because you run a charity. I do not fucking buy into that for a second. Like that fucking annoys me. And the fact that our, like at my work, they support that charity and every year everyone's like, Oh, you can take a portion of your paycheck and then automatically goes to it. And I always say every year, I'm like, don't give me this form. I'm not filling it out. But by the end of the Christmas season, we've like raised something in like almost a million dollars. And knowing that that's just like, Oh, well that pays that guy's salary. And none of that's going anywhere. Fucking annoys me. I fucking hate that. Yeah. He's it's, uh, I can't, I can't tolerate like the hypocrisy around charity and like the, the shit that they do when it comes to like that kind of stuff, like keeping the money or like the CEOs and the bonuses. And like, why do you need a fucking plane? Unless the plane flies food somewhere. Why do you need a fucking plane? Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Is like, why do you need more free shit? And why are you keeping the free shit? Because I thought the idea was to help other people. Like, how are you helping yourself when they say something like, well, I'm running this company. I'm like, I can guarantee you, if I put you on the front line to actually sit there and help with the donations, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't know how to do it. You wouldn't know like a single person's fucking name. And you can fuck right off. You need a million dollars? No, you do not. And behind it all, big Christmas. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I'm like, that's this week, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's Saturday. <laughs> yes, I was like, that's coming up this week or next week. Yeah, and no. if anyone who doesn't know, it's our friend Maddie who every year throws the the big Christmas party, and it's always a great time. And I'm very much looking forward to that. But again, that goes into what Christmas is all about. We go somewhere, we all bring something to the table, and we're all sitting around having a fucking great time, friends, yep. family. And that's what it should be. While Matty tries to explain overly complicated games. And you know what? But, I mean, he tries. I remember, was it last year that he had that whole, like, kind of obstacle course thing where I just got super mad? Was that that Yeah, one? it was all of the... Up- yeah, that Usually was Usually we one. do the games downstairs. Last year's it was upstairs at the, the kitchen table and yes. the dining room table. And, um, it was, yeah, the obstacle course kind of thing. Yes. I think oh, oh the like, mi- minute to win it. That's what it was. was minute to win it. wine on the paper towel on the toilet paper game did we play that or was that the year before that was year before okay yeah last year was the minute to win it uh games i don't remember what that is yeah that was just like all the like little mini games we played but uh fair i don't know it was, it was still a great time but um again that, again one of the one of the few traditions that we've more or less created amongst you know our friends and family and stuff like that so my question to you um, for the Christmas season, is there anything that you like for you, like that you really enjoy or what your Christmas routine is like something you have to do every year for you? Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just no. happy with the season that's over yeah, and we're done. Just, it, well, it's always kind of like works out one way or another. There's no like individual traditions. Like I said, we used to do that thing with the Christmas tree and the ornament, mm-hmm. but like, that was once like I lived in Fort Mac and I was there for Christmas and you know what I mean? So like that hasn't really kept. Mm-hmm. And then I used to enjoy like Christmas morning breakfast. Cause it was always like, whatever, like mm-hmm. it was like, you know, lobster tails and fucking French toast and scrambled eggs and you name it. That's all there. Bacon. Yep. Um, but then, you know, I don't live at my mom's house anymore and haven't for years. So yep. I'm, I'm not there on Christmas morning. I'm here. Uh, and Dodger is a terrible chef. So <laughs> yeah, I just fucking, I can only imagine. I got nothing really. What about you? Um, 
I think like for like you know, like personal tradition, with the only things that like I really really enjoy about the season that it doesn't matter. <coughs> excuse me, um, how many times I've seen the movie, or how many, or if I'm just flipping through channels, I have to watch Christmas Vacation. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, like I don't. It's one of the few movies where it's very kind of specific when you watch that. But it always, always, it's always like it doesn't matter if it's like halfway through the movie and I just channel surf. Yeah. I'll watch it all the way through every single time. I fucking just love that movie. And then for Miss, for example, she has to watch like beginning end. She has to watch Home Alone at some point. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not as big a fan as Christmas Vacation, but Home Alone's an excellent movie. Yep, and, but it's just like I said, it's just one of those things, right? Like it just it didn't matter if I was by myself or with the family or everything like that. Anytime, like I just I have to I have to watch that movie probably. I would say at least two to three times in order to be satisfied with my Christmas season. That's I, anything else, don't care about, but like it has to be has to be done. It just uh, it's it's just one of those like always that feel good movie. It just really it just always has represented. Christmas because it's just absolutely ridiculous, but again, like the message for it again is that whole everybody can come together. It can just be awful every which way from Sunday, but you can still make something good of it. So true. So but, I have two two important Christmas questions. Yes, the first one: Do you give a shit if your kid finds out Santa's not real? So organically. <sighs> I think organically, fine. I don't care about that. I think if someone's going to spoil it, that'll annoy me. Um, but I, I would rather Max but to like, come to come to figure out by himself. If Max is eight and he's at school and some kid's like, Santa's not real. And then you're like, sure he is, buddy. But then he decides on his own merits that he's like, no, nah, it's, it's definitely you guys. Like that definitely, that shuffling around him. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, if he more or less just kind of figures it out, I mean, it wouldn't. It, it's not going to be world ending. Like yeah. I would hope that, like you know, he at least gets to an age where you know it's hopefully not ruined because it'd still be fun for what he's looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if it comes to it organically, I mean, I'll still play it up. Like even occasionally, sometimes my parents when they give us a present, she'll still they'll still write from Santa like ah, ha 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 as a joke. Oh, yeah, type no, thing. So does that shit. yeah. So I mean like you know as long as they keep the spirit of it up and they're not like ruining it, be like Santa's not here, okay? It doesn't exist and like yeah. you know being a dick about it. And I was like, all right, fine. But then uh, I it'll be fine. But yeah, so no, I think if it's organic, I don't I don't it'll whatever. It'll be just a fine. Like mm-hmm. I won't I won't perpetuate the situation if it's just like to the point where it's just like it's going to be frustrating. I'd be like, hey, it's fine. Just play along. At least it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, and then the second one, and probably the more important of the two, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh, we've had this debate. Um, so, I think in the context of what... The way I've established this one in is because they kind of treat it as it takes place during Christmas. Christmas. Yeah for me is like in a way that validates it as a Christmas movie, because if they said like, Oh, he was flying and it's just winter time, then there's no context for Christmas, but they, they made the effort to bring in a Christmas element. Fair. So for me is when you bring in a Christmas element, it's a Christmas movie. It's no different from like, 
was, so what about the ref? Is the ref the Christmas movie? So again, again, because it, that whole they've brought it in to be it based happens at Christmas. Christmas right? It's based around Christmas, so yeah. it I establishes think. itself as a yeah. Christmas film. Yeah. Because if, again, if they said like, you know, he's trying to fly home to see his family because it's a graduation in wintertime, it wouldn't be a Christmas yeah, movie because no, again, would be like it's a it's just a winter comedy. action movie. A thromedy. Yeah, exactly. But they, because they introduce it's happening at Christmas, it does by default, from my understanding, follows a Christmas movie. Understand. Not in the traditional sense of like a Hallmark feel good movie, but a Christmas movie nonetheless. Agreed. Your thought? Yeah, agreed. No, I 100% agree. I mean, I can I can make the argument that like, it just happens at Christmas. But the thing is, if it, if it was just happening at Christmas, then they wouldn't have included it in the script. And that's exactly they would have just it. Been like it was just happening, and it happens until Die Hard three. It happens every year at Christmas. Yep, because Die Hard two was Christmas too, right? Yes, and then yeah, it was three that was like just completely. They were just like it's New York, everything's yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah, which I think I'm glad they kind of went. So I can see where they kind of went away from that, where I actually think maybe they were like, well, it's not a Christmas movie. It was like, yeah, but again, you wrote it in. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, if you didn't want it to be deemed under that, you shouldn't have made it that. T- I don't care even if the like the director says it's not. You wrote it in. Like, you don't write in it's Christmas for no reason. Expect it not to be associated with Christmas. And like, because of that, I look at the Die Hard series a very specific way. It's mm-hmm. like one and two are, are a box set of Christmas movies, Christmas action movies. Mm-hmm. Three is its own standalone. Yep. And four and five are garbage. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree with that <laughs> because they were in fact garbage. Although it is sad to note that Bruce Willis isn't speaking anymore. Yeah, he's because of his dementia. I, that's, I mean. For a guy that's, I, I think, like, again, for a lot of us, you know, having seen basically, you know, every one of his action films from, like, the 80s, 90s into the early 2000s. And, like, you know, you deem him as the man's man, you know? And, like, for me, is again, he's one of the few people with that one scene in fucking Armageddon. He was one of the first people to actually fucking make me tear up during a fucking action movie that has no business giving me that emotion. You but he did it. <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, it's that's, that's unfortunate. But uh, so I don't think they're going to be continuing the Die Hard series with him at this point anymore. I thought which is, I saw something. It wasn't with him, like it was, or maybe they shot it already. But I, I think they've canned it. I think like he went, he declined so rapidly that I think they were just like no, because like yeah, I well like I mean I guess we don't know how long he was sick before we like everybody started noticing. Mm-hmm. But, like, it felt like it was like, oh, Bruce Willis has dementia. Oh, Bruce Willis isn't talking anymore, and it's been, like, three months. You know what? Isn't it? So there was a study done about this, and I I think there's a lot of merit to it. When they say, when someone has an official diagnosis for something, it's almost like as soon as it's been acknowledged to them, it's almost like something within themselves. they just kind of, like, given up, and it just... Escalates like I don't. It's there's the been a number effect. It's and that's it's exactly like when, when Wiley Coyote runs off a cliff, mm-hmm. and he just keeps running until he realizes there's no cliff, and then he falls. Yes, and it's, it's just yeah. It's it's 
it's such a phenomenon. They say like, you know, like if you make yourself believe in something, yeah, like you can make it happen. Like if you pretend to have like a headache, for example, mm-hmm. and you spend most of your day like pretending to have that headache, and you've and and eventually you've like you've given yourself a headache because you've like make yourself believe. Well, I have a headache. Sure, and, and I, it's just talked to a lot of people who are survivors of unfortunate illnesses, mm-hmm. and uh, they've like a lot of the ones have said like it was their attitude and they like or if you talk to the people who knew them when they were sick it's like they were just positive all the time mm-hmm. and like, i th- i i totally agree that makes a difference like but again it's just i, I always it's just i wouldn't say it's fat it's not fascinating in a good way it's just a fascinating fact that like when somebody says like you know they've been diagnosed with this and then all of a sudden you see like there's a super fast escalation but, like why wasn't the disease that fast before and had they not been officially diagnosed, would they have nosedived that fast? And that's the thing. We, we could never know. Well, like, that's the whole thing. Con- it's like the control group couldn't even exist because there's like no two patients have it the same. You know what I mean? So it's oh, like, no, no, nor they find out at the same time being, like you said, the same stage and or anything. It's the so. exact same stage and at the exact same progression. And you know what I mean? Like, and you need like to keep one, like you, the doctors would need to know and not tell them too. So they would have to be cool with that. Like it's, it's an impossible thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the whole uh, like chicken and the egg thing. Like what came first? It's the, you'll never really know the answer, but it's just, it's fascinating in one aspect just to really think about that kind of yeah dynamic or whether we can do that. And but. the Christmas of it all. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, now that we've went horribly, horribly out on a cliff on that one, <laughs> but, uh, um, but no, I think uh, like, like I said, like just Christmas is as we've kind of advertised is it's, it can be as stressful as you make it at the end of the day. It's yep. the intention of the holiday is supposed to be, you know, family fun, enjoyable. But I mean, the way that, you know, it's become an industry where it's completely stress-based. And that's why I think it's funny. We see a lot of people that say like, we're just going to go away. For Christmas, just like to try to, you can't, it's, you're trying to escape a day of the year, which I think is ridiculous. But I mean, I understand the intent of like, you can't be, you don't want to be around the family and the stressors and things like that. So that's why people get away. We're, we're just kind of just enforcing the fact is like, it can be as stressful as you make it. And again, we're the ones who or seem as to make it. As you make it. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's entirely based on, what you make of it. I mean, which can apply to, you know, basically anything, but it's just, this is the time of year where it's in your face. Like it's everything like Hallmark themselves had, they're an industry of film is entirely based on, on Valentine's day and Christmas. Oh, Hallmark. Film, and like that is, that is their jam. Knickknacks, goo gods, whatever you name, they've, they've got it. Well, look at even if some of the stores. Wholesome as fuck. Like if it looks so wholesome that your teeth start to hurt, <laughs> Walmart's got it or not mm-hmm. Walmart, uh, Hallmark, Hallmark. Yeah. But again, like for them for years, like you only knew them as like a, a store that had, you know, greeting cards and, you know, knickknacks and shit. And then they were able to turn that around and be like, Oh, why have a store when we could have an entire movie and show business about this. And that's just what they've done. They've taken a small bit of something, turned it into part of that industry of what they oh, sold. They and now the it's, they they're the whole fucking show. 
they've got well now they've got like what like five or six different channels now (laughs) based on that like but again they took something and ran with it just no different from anything else and it's it's fascinating to see how like even take for example nfl they've taken a, a product and made it a day of the week more more so than what, what do you do? One and a half days, actually, because you can't well, yeah. deny Monday night is theirs. My, well, I mean, to be fair, and Thursday night's becoming the same thing. Yeah. But, but that's uh, bad scheduling for the other two. Well, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like, they, like, what do you do on a Sunday in the States? You go to church and then you watch football. <laughs> like, yep. that's what you do. And you but again, but Christmas, any day of the week comes up. I mean, it's a free day off, ultimately. Um, Oh, here's a question for you. I wanted to ask you this earlier. I forgot. What is your stance on people saying happy holiday to avoid offending anyone or just saying Merry Christmas or is it just who gives a shit? Um, I don't really give a shit because I don't think enough about it to like, I usually just kind of go with happy holidays or whatever or like, Usually, because I just won't say, people don't expect me to say things. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, they'll be kind of shocked if I do. So sometimes I'm just like, hey, like, enjoy your enjoy your time off. See? Keeping it vague. I like it. Mm-hmm. See, for me is when everybody got into the whole wagon of being offended by things, when people said they got offended by somebody saying Merry Christmas, that pissed me off so much. I'm like, you. there's no, like, first off, if you're getting the day off work because of this and you do have no problem with that, but you have a problem with somebody saying Merry Christmas, then I say, well, enjoy your fucking working that day because you're not going to ruin my holiday that I can't say to you, but yeah. then you can, you can enjoy the benefit of the holiday. I like you can the, fuck off. I think the issue comes in is that it is still a religious holiday and mm-hmm. like we don't go around saying happy Ramadan or happy Diwali or actually they do say a lot of happy Diwali. I was going to um, say like, they actually do say, but a fair but bit, like, you know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of, I, I don't even know when I, I know Hanukkah is around Christmas. Yep. But I don't like, I couldn't tell you when, because it's just, it's never, it's not the dominant holiday. Like the dominant religion is Christianity. And so the dominant holiday is Christmas, but I mean, for me, it kind of goes to the same thing as with trans stuff. It's like, I just don't give a shit. It doesn't change my life enough having to use a different word to make somebody else not feel uncomfortable for me to get, like, any kind of way about it. But, like, yeah, I think it's a silly thing to get upset about also on their behalf. Like, it's just somebody saying, you know, I enjoy this time of year that happens to be based around a certain part of the faith that I either belong to or subscribe to the present giving side of. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, though, is it's and it's as you said right there. Um, you, you don't give a shit. It's the same thing. If somebody went up to me and said, you know, happy Hanukkah, I wouldn't actually care. I'd just be like, You'd probably I don't sound shocked, <laughs> but I'd be like, all right, like, well, good on you. Like, it, I wouldn't be offended by that. I wouldn't be like, oh, I don't celebrate it. This is ridiculous. I just be like, all right, if that's your thing, cool. I don't care. Like, but then I'll just say like, all right, Merry Christmas. Like, yeah, you know what I, I mean? Think, like, I think, like, I, I don't care. <laughs> Amongst people, I understand it more as like the who the fuck cares amongst corporations because they've got to be so fucking gray. Like, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense to me that it's happy holidays. Yeah, it makes sense because what they're, I think the intention was uh, like to be all encompassing by saying happy holidays because so many taking place at this time 
that it, it, that's the all encompassing statement. But again, I don't like, I don't think you'd get offended if somebody, instead of just saying happy holidays, they said, Merry Christmas. I like, I just kind of be like moot to it. Like, I don't, okay, thanks. No problem. Happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Like I said, I don't like, if somebody corrects me and says like, um, I don't celebrate Christmas. I'd be like, Oh, okay. Happy holidays. And then I'd move on. You know, like that would be the end of my day. But yep. I, I, I'm not definitely like, that's not one of the things like I can name you 15 things people do in traffic just off the top of my head that piss me off more than that. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> but again, it's that whole people just need to find something to be pissed off about. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and there's yeah. enough at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, just, you know, the busier shopping areas, the, you know, busier traffic and not to mention like the, 1100 different Santa Claus parades that end up shutting down cities. So you're trying to drive through them and everything's shut down. Fuck. We were yeah. trying to go to, we were trying to go to Maisie's hockey game and I couldn't figure out why the fucking life of me, there was so much traffic. And I was like, Oh, Santa Claus parade just ended. <laughs> so I was like, son of a bitch. And so. now you're stuck in Dundas because it's a Valley. There's only so many ways to get around. <laughs> Actually it was, it was in Burlington. Uh, yeah. Now you're really fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, way more people, and it was real fucking annoying. But I completely forgot about it, and I was like, yep, there it is. Merry Christmas, fuckers. Right? <laughs> but we digress. But again, I think the what we were going for here was it's a wonderful time of year, and it can be, can be great, can be bad, it can be anything you make it to be, just like anything else. But again, it should be one of the times where, again, you get together with family, friends, or get together with no one or just hang out, you know, just hang out with your dog. Just enjoy it for what it is. It's just supposed to be a nice day, religious or not. Just take, just take the time. Just enjoy it for what it is. I might go hang out behind the, uh, the gospel church by my house. Sounds creepier than it is. <laughs> I was like, so you're going to need to explain that. <laughs> but there's, uh, they do a lot of singing and yelling and dancing and stuff in there. And that sounds like it'd be a good time. See, that's cool. Mm-hmm. so and i think even to further this celebration of things and my newfound love of making things customized uh i what do you think Chase? should we just do a little giveaway maybe maybe a mug maybe a tumbler maybe a shirt maybe a jersey some little no pro kind of swag giveaway sure yeah sounds like a great idea all right well let's see here so uh you know what we Come back and comment for us. You know what? First couple people to comment. Will you just let us know how you enjoy the show, ideas for the show? We'll give you some free shit. Obviously, it's not going to be every single person, so what do we do? First five. First five. And it's probably the most amount of comments we would get the entire time anyway. I was going to say, if we hit fucking five, I'll be amazed. <laughs> but uh, if we get more than that, we'll, we'll discuss it. But yeah, so we got some... Uh, Free custom shit. So some shirts, uh, some mugs, some tumblers. Uh, and I think we'll even give away a major one, depending on what it is. Uh, we'll do up a, a custom uh, hockey jersey. Well, obviously, we'll, whoever we chose to win, we'll obviously inquire about sizing and stuff. But uh, I think we should, in, in the joyous season that is Christmas, let's, let's do a little giveaway. I like it. It's in the spirit. In the spirit. Also, um, as we've actually previously forgot to mention... Uh, we got some things in the pipeline that we uh, we wanted to uh, likely discuss, and uh, I'll leave it to Chase if you want to do a, a reveal 
of what could be coming up uh, within the spring summertime season competitively. Oh, no pro. Have we not done that? Uh, we have not because we discussed it and then we did not do anything with it. Oh, okay. So there's going to be the no pro cup and the no pro belt because we're going to do a summer one and a winter one. Um, the summer one's probably going to be when we're going to start it because we got to figure out what it's going to be, but it's going to be events. Um, they will include our friends, people who've been on the show. Um, and there's going to be one will be a belt and one will be a, a uh, cup and then you know maybe we have a unified champion at one point who knows but they're all going to be different kinds of events so that like you know not just like the most athletic person is going to win everything or the smartest person is going to win everything like it's it's going to be like kind of all different skills combination of events if you will yes <laughs> but well yeah as soon as we uh we kind of figure out hammer out the details but uh yeah chase had brought it to my attention that we uh I think it'd be fun. It'd be a good interactive event, and uh, as he said, with uh, you know, we're we're gonna line up a list of participants, and even if maybe some other people were considering even maybe joining, we we could take a look at that too. Maybe doing a you know a, a listener no pro version of it, but uh, until we kind of figure out what the fuck we're doing, um, yeah, I think uh, I think it would be a real fun idea to get a little more interactive with everybody, and I mean, who doesn't want to win something for essentially being kind of shitty at something, but just less shitty than someone else. Really? I like the interactive part of it. Yes. Yes. Let's get some people commenting and involved and doing stuff. Yeah. So let's get some free shit and let's give away stuff and let's just be happy people for this holiday season. Fuck. Yeah. All right, sir. I think, uh, I think it was good, and uh, hopefully we'll get another episode in just before the uh, the end of the year. Um, obviously, we, we kind of want to end off into things in a fun, wonderful note, so uh, we'll keep it light with this one, and hopefully uh, we'll have something going for the end of the year prior to that, so one or two more in, hopefully. I like it. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Have fun. Special thank you to the super talented Jordan Washburn for providing all the theme music here for the No Pro Podcast.